Jeff Lagerman, Kevin Favor, and Kirk Waltz. Welcome to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. I'm Jeff Lagerman, and uh, the guy that was with me last week, Kevin Favor, our usual uh, one of three, is fishing a tournament today. So across the table for me, it's the one and only uh, Kirk Waltz. Good morning, Kirk. Good morning, Jeff. How are you doing? Man, I'm doing good. Uh, back uh, from a great trip to West Point, Mississippi, and folks, you probably had a chance to hear last week's uh, interview with uh, president of Mossy Oak, Bill Sugg, and also CEO and founder, Toxie Hayes, and a fantastic interview. And, and um, to be honest with you, we, we sat and talked all kinds of stuff for hours, I mean, beyond the show. And uh, we got a lot of cool video and stuff coming up for, uh, I believe, is it Facebook, uh, Chris? Facebook. Our, our well, Dome gonna... producer? Our... Go ahead, say it. <laughs> we're going Go ahead. F and B. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Really, really quick. <laughs> Go really ahead. quick on that. I sent an email out and said we're going to have all kinds of stuff on Facebook, but I abbreviated it FB Facebook. Well, he. Yeah. Kirk, what did you think it was? Well, Kirk, you were in the food and beverage industry for twenty for years. Many years. So, twenty years. So, the first thing I'm thinking so is food and beverage. I'm going to be posting like, video on food and beverage. I'm like, <laughs> what in the world is he talking well, about? We, we got it coming, and, and you know, it, the, to give people an idea of what this trip was, uh, Kevin is a Mossy Oak Regional Pro Staff Manager. Right. And Mossy Oak makes, well, I don't want to say they make nothing, but they have licensees, partnerships with all these different companies. And for like three days, they bring in these pro staff managers and then all the licensees and the partners come in and give presentations to the pro staff managers so that they can spread the word about all the different products that are out there on, right. on, in the marketplace. And, and a lot of the stuff that's coming out, we haven't seen yet as far as the consumer. And so this is all the latest and greatest that we got to see in West Point, Mississippi. And I'm national pro staff, so I wasn't required to attend all the meetings. I attended as many as I could. Right. Uh, had to do a few things with Chris to set up for a radio show. Had to take a couple tours of properties with Cuz while I was there, which was fantastic. And me and Kevin on the way back, and uh, no thanks to, uh, I guess I should say thank you to Delta on the way back because you actually got us there. Uh, back home because on the way there they just totally messed up and we had our flight canceled. We had a very long drive. Oh my God! From Atlanta to West Point, Mississippi. No, you didn't. Yes, we did. We oh, Kevin brutal. picked me up at the house at 5:30, and we finally got to where we needed to be in, in West Point at like 10 at night. Brutal. And uh, we had a flight that was canceled out of Atlanta, and then we had uh, a rental car that we got because there was eight guys. All Mossy Oak guys that were heading to West Point, and we got, you know, screwed, you know, on a flight. We rented a van, and somehow we went in the van from Atlanta to Montgomery to Birmingham. Oh, my God. Which, if you look at the state of Alabama, that's not a direct route. No, that's like flying around circles. Yeah, So, but we finally got there. 
and uh, got a chance to, to listen to the presentations and spend some time with all the folks at Mossy Oak and listen to these presentations. Well, anyway, on the way home, me and Kevin were talking about some of the things that we saw, and we're going to have two guests on today, and we're going to have the first one is John Hindle from Mossy Oak Graphics. And Mossy Oak Graphics is uh, a company that, you know, for years when we used to want to put camouflage on our ATVs or the truck or just about anything, anything that, you know, you would use like an adhesive, like a sticker. Yeah, remember how it used to look when we used to put it on things? Guns right. and stuff? It would look terrible. You'd have cuts and all this kind of well, stuff. Well, it wouldn't conform to the shape of the object. Exactly. Exactly. Well, Mossy Oak Graphics uh, found out that 3M was making this new product, uh, and I'm going to let John describe it. But anyway, John gave me a, a personal demonstration of how this thing works and how it goes on to any application, guns, ATVs, boats, which Kirk, I got an idea for my boat. Sweet. Uh, et cetera. And so I said, all right, well, that one was really impressed me, Kevin. And Kevin said that the one that really impressed him was kind of an old idea that has turned to something new. Right. For years when we hunted, what did we wear? Wool. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Well, wool was itchy, but it kept you warm. It kept you dry. Yep. Uh, but now we've got so many new products out there in the clothing industry. I mean, Under Armour's got cold gear and heat gear. And we got the presentation from them. Their stuff is great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've always liked wool. But you always had to have like a base layer underneath the wool. Right. Well, Kenton Carruth, the owner of First Light, L-I-T-E, First Light, two mm-hmm. words, uh, came out with uh, a clothing line apparel for hunters and outdoorsmen that consists of wool that doesn't itch that you can uh actually wear as almost underwear hmm. and it doesn't drive you crazy so anyway those were the two things that impressed us most and so we're going to talk to john hine and also kenton caruth uh about these two products and right now let's not wait any longer and bring up uh john john good morning morning how you doing today I'm great. All right, so so give give the listeners an idea uh, of who you are and what you do and what your role is with Mossy Oak Graphics. Well, we we launched Mossy Oak Graphics in January. Um, you know, I I basically head up the sales for the Mossy Oak Graphics line, and uh, you know the, uh, the Mossy Oak guys have been great about uh, helping us out, and you know had us down there for the the pro staff meeting. So, you know, we've got a new product out that's. Uh, that's wraps just about anything you can imagine hunting gear wise from shotguns and rifles to boats and boat motors atvs uh, we've got all kinds of different accent kits for for vehicles as well as full wrap kits so uh, there's just about uh, an endless amount of uh, gear and uh, toys you can wrap with uh, mossy oak now well and, and john the thing that impressed me the most and and this obviously a lot of the credit goes to uh, 3m uh, yeah. Is is this product is different? How so? Well, everything that's been on the market in the past has been a, an intermediate vinyl called calendered vinyl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, real, uh, really thick stuff, isn't it? It's real yeah. hard to get it to settle down. Yeah, it doesn't really conform to, to complex curves around right, right. all the all the little nooks and crannies. So what we did is we uh, we brought to market uh, 3M's premium vinyl, which is called cast vinyl. It's made a little differently, and it. Uh, it's designed to go around those curves. When you add heat to it, it really uh, it's really amazing stuff. I mean, uh, you saw my truck, and with the bumpers done and everything, I mean, it's just one seamless piece, and it uh, makes a, a really nice look. Yeah, the, the thing that I liked about it the most was 
for, for many years, if you wanted to have some type of camo accent on a vehicle, on an ATV, on a gun, uh, on a lamp, on a picture frame, whatever, you couldn't really do it yourself and make it look professional. Right. You get all kind of bubbles in it. Yeah. But yeah. This, this product, uh, literally, I went out to John's truck, looked at John's truck, and John had some material in the back, and he said, hey, go ahead and try it, and put it on the truck. And with a little, what is that little flat-bladed thing that you use? What do you it's call a it? A squeegee. A squeegee. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like a little plastic uh, yep. scraper blade kind of thing, you know, with not a real sharp edge because you don't want to cut the material. Like a spatula. Yeah. Without a handle. And you could push it, and, and if you messed it up, like, you know, when you iron a shirt and you get an overlap in the fabric and you get that crease, John? Yep. Kirk, you just literally, you, you pull it back out, restretch it, and then flat blade it back out again. Nice. So, I mean, for a guy like me who's not a professional, put it on some type of camouflage. Yeah, you're not stuff. a graphic artist. No. Right. <laughs> no problem. Right. No problem. Yeah. yeah, I think when when you make that demonstration to people and they see the fact that you can stick it to itself and you can crinkle it, you know, wrinkle it all up, pick it back up, straighten it all back out and lay it down smooth, they, they, they think, well I, well, I can do that. Yeah, and I, I want to reemphasize that point that what John was talking about. You can literally take the material, take it off of the vacuum, it's all adhesive, right? Crinkle it up. I mean, like a piece of paper you're going to throw in the wastebasket. No way. And then undo it, put it back on the truck, squeegee it out, and it looks perfect. Oh, that that's got to come from Area 51, where the you know they <laughs> took that aluminum and they. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's to me, I mean, and 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 John, you were telling me that you actually were at a uh, meeting this week uh, with Cabela's. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had to meet how many different divisions and why? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, it you know it, the product crosses so many different product lines that you know you you've got a boat, you know, marine application for it, an ATV, yep. automobile, you know, firearm, uh, the whole thing. We even we even have a line of uh, indoor graphics, which are low tack vinyl that's designed to go up on your wall. And uh, we've got ducks and geese and all kinds of wildlife, deer. And uh, we've got, you know, this this whole line of uh, in, inside graphics to, to decorate the man cave or kids' room or, or you know, the the rec, rec room or whatever. But it's uh, it's it's neat stuff, too. Uh, I, you know, in fact, I, I sent you an email this week, and I said, that, hey, I've already made you some sales. My buddy uh, Ron Boo right. uh, mm-hmm. in Missouri already, already ordered the gun kit because, you know, John, you've seen how you can get guns dipped. And his gun that he got, he kind of transformed a factory gun into a turkey special, and then he went and bought the thumbhole stock and form and camouflage, mossy oak breakup. Right. And he wanted to have the rest of the gun done, and so he had been asking me about, you know, where can I get this gun dipped in camo? And so I actually had uh, put him in touch with a guy, Bucky, who was there at the mossy oak pro staff meeting who does it in Virginia, and at the end of the trip, you know, my information to Boo was, hey, look at Mossy Oak Graphics instead because, you know, a, to dip a gun is r- relatively expensive. Right. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, here is a great alternative in your gun kits, like 25 bucks or something. Twenty four yeah. ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. You'll 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 swear it was dipped too. I mean, when you when you get done with it, you'll look at it, and your buddies will all think it it was a dip gun. Nice. So. nice. Yeah. And 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 the cool thing is, is that a uh, perfect example of how you can really detail this. John showed me on your bumper, John. You said you had one section when you did it because you're the one who applied the the 
the mossy oak graphics to the truck and what what camo pattern was it again? That was tree stand. Tree stand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he had a, one spot where the chrome meets the plastic on the top of the Dodge bumper, and it had a gap, and you could see the chrome, and John didn't like it. So what he actually did, you, you took, what, like a knife and cut out a yeah. limb? Yeah, I just took a pair of scissors, and, and I cut out the, the limb that was on the pattern off off on the edge that I wasn't going to use. It was going to be waste, and I just cut that section out and put it over the top of the section that I, I cut a little short. It wasn't pushed all the way up against that plastic trim. And, so I just camouflaged it. If you didn't point it out, you'd never, never know it was there. No, I mean, he, mm. he's like, "Can you see that right there?" And I'm like, so I'll "See what?" <laughs> and and you look, and then you get there, and, and you look real close. I'm talking a foot away. You still can't see it. Yeah. And then he says, "Take your finger and rub it on that on that tree branch." Then you can feel the little bump wow. where he had cut out with a razor blade, where he'd kind of fallen short, and then put in the new that he cut out with a pair of scissors. It was seamless. Yeah, that's wild. To the, the seams, yeah, the seams. You know, the neat thing what we found out is that the seams will disappear if you just get rid of that straight edge. So we we actually shot a video, Jeff, and we uh, we basically are going to load it on our website for people to look at. But you know, instead of sending you a bunch of directions written out and and whatnot, we basically just shot the video of how to do different applications: your shotgun, your boat, your four wheeler, whatever. And, uh, you know, you can basically just go to the website and, uh, you know, watch how it's done. And it takes all the mystery out of it. All right. Well, tell people uh, before we go to a break here how they can get a hold of this for whatever application they have. Yeah. I mean, it, it, we're, you know, we're we're working with all kinds of local, you know, sporting goods stores and, and the big mass retailers and everything. But, you know, the easy thing to do would be just go to the website, you know, and, uh and check it out. And like I said, the... Uh, the video that we shot is hot off the press, and it's uh, I don't think it's on there now, but uh, it should be loaded on there here uh, Monday or Tuesday. So, uh, you know, just just go there and check it out. John, thanks for spending the time. I want to get you back on in the future because, folks, John is headquartered in where, John? Our headquarters in Auburn Hills, Michigan. Uh-huh. And I'm, yeah. and where's your hunting club at? Well, we're actually, I'm actually located in southern Illinois. So uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I, I, have the, I have the rough job of. Trying to keep track of all these big white tails running around here. <laughs> yeah, we can help you with that. Rob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, John, thanks for spending the time, and and uh, we'll be in touch soon because we want to hear some deer stories. All righty, sounds great. Thanks right. for having me on. Guys. Thank you, John. Uh-huh. Right, John. John Hine, Mossy Oak Graphics, MossyOakGraphics.com. I'm telling you, folks, this is way cool stuff that you can put on absolutely any type of smooth surface. Do it yourself. Save you a bunch of money. Dress up any type of item you want and make it look like a million bucks like you just paid professional money to have it done. You're listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show with me, Jeff Lagerman, and Kirk Waltz. Today, Kevin Favor in a fishing tournament. We'll be right back. As a hunter, we all know that perfect morning. You wake up early before the sun, you have a cup of coffee, grab some snacks, and start towards your stand. You have waited for this morning all year. The wind's perfect, the temperature's just right, and the bucks are in full rut. You sit in the dark, straining your ears for any little noise. The sun finally starts to filter through the trees, then it happens. A doe comes by you on a fast trot. You immediately clip your release to your bow because you know he is coming. You hear a loud grunt and see antlers. It's a buck, a big buck. You stand up trying not to concentrate on the antlers. Your hands are shaking. You can't control the trembling in your knees. You draw the bow back, praying the buck continues down the trail. But as big bucks do, he turns. Your heart sinks. You have a decent shot but not one you're comfortable with. You decide to let him go. Even though you're disappointed, you can't help but think just how cool that was. The folks at Hunt Life, they know how you feel. 
That's why they started Hunt Life, so we can share our outdoor experiences with each other. If you know this feeling, visit HuntLife.com, because Hunt Life knows it's all about the outdoor experience. America's number one camo pattern just got better. All new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Together, they break up Hunter's outline like never before. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Break up infinity for Mossy Oak. It's not a passion, it's an obsession. There was the explosion, and I remember just opening my eyes, and I got both of my legs. I had surgery after surgery, and what's going to happen next? The Wounded Warrior Project said, look, brother, everything's going to be okay. Three months from now, four months from now, a year from now, you'll be fine. I don't know if I would be as well adjusted as I am now if it wasn't for them. To learn more, call 1-877-832-6997 or visit woundedwarriorproject.org. And now, back to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Hey, and stay tuned to uh, Hunt Life's Facebook page in the future because we're going to have some great new video coming up. We uh, sat down with one of the PSE rep, reps and went over a brand-new bow that PSE has while we were at the Mossy Oak Pro Staff meeting. Also some video of, of us talking to all of the folks at Mossy Oak. And uh, we just got done talking to John Hine, Mossy Oak Graphics, and I had pronounced his name at the very beginning, Hindle, and I don't know why I did that, but it's John Hine, Mossy Oak Graphics, and thanking him for coming on. And the cool thing about that product is is that if you dress up your vehicle with, like, accent package, you know, like the fender flares, Kirk, and then the rocker panels down low and around the bumpers and stuff. Right. Around 300 and 350 bucks. Yeah. I'm, I mean, that's just unheard of to be able to do that. That That's why I thought it would be a great show to talk about some of these new topics. Yes, Chris? I'm just wondering if, uh, if we could ever get John back so that he could recommend a, a – a course of action to convince your wife to do the minivan in camo. Wouldn't that be sweet? Would, oh, that's oh, yeah. a possibility. <laughs> uh, how about <laughs> how about the garage door? Just do the whole garage. The whole house, doors, the whole house. The garage door. They do one, you know, like the back window panel for a truck that's see-through. Yeah. You know, so it's legal. You can do that. They have that in, in that product. I mean, there is a, a lot of different applications. Uh, some of the other cool things that we saw. Their Gorilla Tree Stands has come out with a new lock-on, which I'm a big fan of lock-ons. I think if there's anything in, in the animal world that doesn't, uh, that they or the one stand that they don't notice as much, it's a lock-on. Right. Uh, and they have a new one. It's called the Pro Series King Kong Expedition that's coming out for this fall. That's something for, for people to keep an eye on. Also, Mossy Oak Accessories is coming out with a whole line of affordable accessories, which uh, we know sometimes those can be very expensive. Also, while we were there, they had a presentation by Gerber, and Gerber wanted feedback from the pro staff about what's missing in the marketplace, and what is one of the key components of of, of you got to have in your turkey vest that I always talk about. A pair of pruners. A pair of pruners, right? Got to have them. And there's so many pruners that you can buy at your you know your your Wally Mart, your Home Depot's, Lowe's, etc. Right. That just don't hold up, and they don't handle the diameter of clippers well. Gerber heard the feedback from, I think, 15 or 16 guys that raised their hand on this, on the pruner things for a turkey vest. Gerber's going to be working on coming out with a brand new one for next spring, so keep an eye out for that because of the feedback at this meeting that we had at Mossy Oak. Now, 
the other item that we found very impressive at the pro staff meeting was a product by a company called First Light. And it's kind of an old, new idea because it's using wool, but it's a wool blend that still has all the properties of wool without the itchiness. And let's now bring on Kent Carruth, uh, who is the founder of First Light, and uh, he's in Idaho. Morning, Kenton. I guess you could say it's morning out there. Good morning. How you doing? I'm well, Jeff. How are you? Thanks uh, for having me on. Th- thanks for coming on. And, and uh, you know, it was kind of funny. I had talked to you earlier in the week and uh, about coming on the show. And my buddy, uh, Ron, out in Missouri, is we're making references again to books. I was telling him about all the cool things we saw at the meeting. I talked to him about the wool stuff that you have. And I said, man, I said, Kenton was even wearing a pair of wool underwear. And he said, man, didn't that make his... He didn't use this term, private parts itch. And I said, no. I said, he wasn't jumping around or anything. I said, so it must be pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, the the treatments and stuff they give um, that they can do to Merino, it, 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 you know, the wool starts off at far more fine than normal wool. But basically, if a guy was to come up and feel it, it just feels like a cotton T-shirt. Okay, that's um, cool. Yeah, exactly. And now, now, but, now, before before you describe the product, you know, or excuse me, describe the product and then tell us how or where you saw this particular material before you started First Light, because this is well, cool. We live. I live in Ketchum, Idaho, which is basically Sun Valley. It's a, you know kind of a resort fish town. And um, about I don't know, I'd say about 2002, a company moved here from New Zealand, and that's what they're their focus was, but they're kind of more focused on kind of the, let's say, traditional outdoor industry, you know, climbing and skiing and camping and stuff like that. So the okay. town, we, we all kind of got into wearing this product. And um, Now, wait a minute, you didn't use those terms when you were telling me about it. You said a bunch of the hippies were wearing this cool <laughs> product. Yeah, like North Face, <laughs> the old North Face deal. That's completely correct. Yep. So, you know, and I actually went to the guy that, uh, I was friends with the guy who worked for the company. He was this financial guy for the company. And I said, man, if you guys would just make, you know, this one thin shirt in a camouflage, you'd really knock one out of the park. And, you know, kind of just shook his head. And that was definitely not the focus of those guys. So another couple of years went by wearing it for archery hunting, and that's when we decided it was somebody's going to do it. Yeah, I hope it's us. So now we're in our fourth year of it, and it seems like that, you know, a couple of the high-end companies, now, other companies now have started to do it as of this year. But, you know, for us, it's been four years. We have good patterns with Mossy Oak and Realtree, and it's, um, it's been going great. Well, you know, and, and one of the things, too, and I, and I read some uh, information about wool, it has so many benefits. You know, it's it's one of these kind of claws that, that uh, wicks away moisture but keeps you warm, keeps you dry. In the most severe cold temperatures, it it is just like having a, a second skin, which a lot of people don't understand. I mean, if you're going to go into a very, very cold environment, wool is something you want to have in your bag. Absolutely. I mean, the, the deal is is that it um, is that it it'll keep, a it doesn't smell, so you can wear it for days and days. And as hunters, you know, you know, especially for archery, that's a huge thing because you can't, you know, it it, it really it takes a lot, you know, wear it for four or five days in the woods before it starts smelling. But also soaking wet, you know, it'll keep you warm, which 
not too many other fabrics can do. So if you, you know, if you don't dress right or something like that and you get caught out, you know, at least you can get back to the truck if, or if you fall in the, you know, water fishing or duck hunting, at least you can get back to the truck. You might not be super comfortable, but you'll be warm, you know, keep you from getting hypothermic. Right. Well, I, the thing that, that impressed me the most, though, was that this is a product that is an old concept in wool, and we hunt, you know, as a group here, mostly in the southeast, although we do go other places. And, I mean, we could be bow hunting in 90 degrees, 80, 85 degrees, maybe 95 degrees, but you can still wear this. Absolutely. I mean, the deal is is that it wool will start pulling moisture off your skin, you know, actually pull vapor off. So as soon as you, you know, you start to get hot, it starts wicking away versus a lot of synthetics need to, and you need to actually start perspiring before it'll start wicking away. So wool does a great job at keeping you cool, you know. Well, it, give us an idea. Look, okay, let's say we're going to hunt the southeast because I've noticed in the catalog that there's different, uh, I guess you could say, thicknesses of the material. If we're hunting a very hot day, what would we wear? I basically, um, you know, I haven't hunted very much out there, but, you know, say we, we'll go to California. Their seasons, their archery season opens up pretty early, plus they've got pigs year-round, but you know, we'll go there, and it's, when it's 100 degrees, basically just uh, our thinnest layer, which is the Yano, it's literally, it, it feels like a T-shirt and a, and a pair of boxers. And then um, and then our new pants, the Canabs, which are thin. They probably are about, you know, give you an idea, they're probably as thick as a pair of a pair of Levi's or khakis even, and they're meant to be super breathable. Okay. Um, and that, you know, you'd be good to go. It's just it's basically just be like wearing cotton, except... You know, it, it won't smell, and it doesn't. Um, if it does cool down, it'll keep you warm far better. All right, so so you can wear the Lano and the the basically the mirror image of that in the pants. Now, if it were to get colder, you have different cuts of fabric. Exactly, we have three basic. We have three layers. We have a thin layer, which is about as thin as a t-shirt. We have a medium layer, which is about you know as thick as a set of thermals, and our thickest stuff is about as thick as uh, as as a normal sweatshirt to mm -hmm. give you an idea if you're holding it in your hand. Okay. All right. And and how did how in the world did you get a, a pattern on wool? Oh, it was that was a challenge because you know we didn't nobody done it before, so we didn't know if we were going to have to weave it in or if, I mean, if it was even possible. Um, but you know we kind of started with a basic pattern a few years back and um, just kind of figured out you know how to how to dye the fabric and then and then starting i would say three years ago we started working with um, mossy oak and that was just going to be a huge challenge because then we went from a two color pattern to i don't know 13 14 15 color pattern with the new infinity stuff and we worked with a guy over at mossy oak named steve colhane who's he's a genius and he just you know he took it in and 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 tried a bunch of different strike offs and you know kept trying and finally he got it to where it literally just looks like everything else. It looks like it, it might as well be cotton, you know. And um, away we went. So, yeah. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, and, and I, I started wearing, actually, merino wool socks. They were called Genius Socks. Mm -hmm. And a hiker turned me on to these years ago. And, and I remember talking to a friend of ours, Scott Parker, who is a, a farmer not too far from where we are. He always said, man, when I wear 
boots, I always wear the right socks so they stay up high on my calves. And one of the issues I had was these socks kept slipping, and somebody said, well, try these Genius socks. They're made with merino wool, and they will stay up on your calves and keep your feet warm. And I was shocked at how well they worked. The, marine, the, the, the deal with socks, and socks are probably one of the most critical, you know, parts about the about a guy's hunting kit, especially if he's coming out uh, here where he's got to walk around a lot. But the merino, you know, it, it, it keeps your feet dry. I mean, as dry as it can, so it starts, you know, wicking the moisture away. If your feet get... If your feet get you know wet and soggy, I mean it, they're just you're you're blister bound, you know. Right. And it's kind of back to the underwear where I don't know if we should talk about this, but it, you know. If <laughs> hey, it's an got, outdoor show, man. <laughs> if, if you're clammy down there, sure, man, it, bad things are going to happen, especially if you got to walk all day, you know. And that was kind of the <laughs> you're going to get chafed. <laughs> exactly. And I mean that's a total drag, you know, especially if a guy, you know, pulled a you know New Mexico or Arizona hunt and he's out there and you know once in a lifetime twice in a lifetime deal and starts to get chafed down there you know that ain't cool no you'll end up (laughs) you know you'll end up hunting water you know you you won't be moving around that's for sure especially if you're not in good shape all right ken we got to take a break uh we come back we'll talk a little bit more about first light clothing and also we're gonna pick your brain about some idaho hunts as well as uh some wolf issues uh folks you're listening to the hunt life outdoor show with me jeff logman and kirk waltz As a turkey hunter, we've all been there. You're on your eighth day of hunting the same gobbler, and every morning he's made you look silly. Your kids think you've lost your mind. Your wife's beginning to wonder if you're really turkey hunting. You keep telling yourself, this morning will be different. Conditions are perfect. 45 degrees, very little wind, and there is no moon. As you sit in the dark, your eyes get heavy. With your eyes closed, the whippoorwills keep you awake. And just before the sun rises, the familiar song of the cardinal catches your attention because you know it won't be long until the game begins. You've decided this morning to be quiet. Just let him gobble on the roost. Just after daybreak, he does just that. You know it's him because his gobble is way too familiar. It's all you can do not to call back. You hear him fly down, and then you hear the hen start to call. You make one soft call and get the gun ready. First you see a hen, then all you see is a swinging beard. He comes into view, and you fold him up. This morning, you guessed right. What a cool feeling. The folks at Hunt Life, they know how you feel because at Hunt Life, They know it's all about the outdoors experience. Visit them at HuntLife.com. Since the first days at Mossy Oak, we've been about getting close to critters. That's what drove us to create Original Breakup more than 12 years ago. Today we're doing it again with all-new Breakup Infinity. Six layers of detail give it great depth of feel. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Hey, check it out in stores or online at MossyOak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camel pattern, just got better. Let fish and wildlife biologist Scotty Brown's 25 years of experience work for your property with Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management. They help landowners on developing and managing properties where recreational fishing and or hunting is the priority. Their lake management services include fish population sampling, electrofishing, water analysis, vegetation establishment or reduction, lake design or renovation, and long-term management strategies for your water body's future. Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management installs and repairs aeration systems, fountains, fish and game feeders, and their own design, Forever Tree Fish Attractors. 
They're experts in keeping small public water bodies and retention ponds in housing developments and golf courses working properly. So if you're looking to improve your property's aquatic resources, call Scotty Brown at Southern Sportsman Aquatics and Land Management at 214-383-3223. That's 214-383-3223. I've been a member of the Federation for 18 years. Federation stands for good stewardship of the resources and preserving our hunting heritage. Through those efforts, I want my kids to be able to enjoy the same privilege that I have. My father joined the Federation for me, and I've done the same for my children. Jakes, women in the outdoors, and wheeling sportsmen, they want to be the best conservation organization in the world. And today it's me, Jeff Loggum, along with Kirk Waltz and uh, Kevin Pay for Fishing in a tournament today. It's summertime, or nearly summertime, so he's enjoying the water. And our special guest today is Kenton Kruth. He is the founder of First Light Clothing. And Kenton, one of the things that you had mentioned there from a question that Kirk had about socks, you guys make socks too, right? We do. We just um, we started making socks this year. And the socks, similar material, uh you know, to the other, you know, the shirts and the pants? Similar, but um, we actually blend the socks. All the all the rest of our stuff is 100% merino. But the socks we um, we blend are only 75% merino. We we tried a couple different blends, but, the, you know, when you go uh, kind of higher than that, they, um, they, they, they don't hold up. So, in other words, so, they fall down like what Kirk was saying. Yeah, exactly. That yeah. or they shrink. You know, and then you then you've got top, really nice socks for your kids. You know, I think so. I think that was one of the points I was at, at, at trying to make, and I was talking to Jeff about it during the break. Is that folks? A lot of folks think of when they think of wool, they think of the single product and the old style wool that my father and grandfather used to wear, the thick, bulky the stuff that I got in my cabinet. Yeah, exactly. You know, in, in my little outdoor room, I mean, that's what I have is thick wool stuff. Right, and when Somebody said, hey, First Light has this wool presentation of clothing line that they're doing. I'm going to be honest with you, Kent. I said, I, I, how are you going to wear wool, you know, in the southeast? I can understand wearing it as an outer layer. You know, hunting the west, is, you know, when I used to go there every year, that was what I had. But, I mean, this wool that you have, I mean, dude, if you're wearing it as underwear... It's got to be comfortable. Well, and, and and that was my point. It's it's more than just wool. It's it's merino mixed with spandex, mixed with well, that's the sock cotton. But but are you doing that with the other clothing too? No, nope. The the, the rest of our stuff's just a hundred percent merino. Wow. But, yeah. See, I thought the same thing. In fact, when I got my first piece of merino, um, like I said, the company kind of moved to town and. And um, you know, through one way or another, I got it, and I literally—it sat in my closet for probably a year before I actually put it on. And then once all my Poly Pro stuff was all, you know, dirty, I, I was like, ah, I got to wear—you know—I needed a technical layer because I was going out in the snow. Um, and I and I put it on, and I couldn't believe it from then on. But I mean, I—I I don't think I would have. It wouldn't have been my first choice had I really not had to try it. And then once I tried it, you know, I couldn't believe it. Well, uh, it, it's nice stuff. I I got it. I got it. I got to make an order. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, when we got a chance to see it there in West Point, I mean, I said, man, this is it. Because you know, if I can have something that I can have three layers on and based on whatever the weather is, to right. have something that's always going to work. And you know, there's a million different 
scent control things that are out there. Right. And there's, you know, the, the Under Armour type materials. And I'm going to tell you that stuff that you wear, uh, that's that type of material, not just from them, but from other people too, including the shirt that I'm wearing now, which is a Columbia that's designed for very hot weather. Right. Uh, you know, I, I'm putting the old borax in with the laundry detergent. And then after it gets washed a few times and sweated in a bunch of times, it, you sit there and you pick it up and, and, Holy cow, can't I go, oh, I don't know about this. Yeah, I might have to give this to Goodwill. Yeah. Because I can't get rid of it. Yeah. You're right. The, uh, you know, it's, it's the, the regular synthetics are a huge leap for ahead from the cotton, you know, as far as technical stuff goes. But um, it's kind of our, you know, mission to take it to the next level. And, um, you know, wool is expensive. That's kind of the downfall. But. You know, the upshot is, is you know, it doesn't smell like that. And hardly, I mean, you would have to wear it for 10 days straight to get it to smell like that. And once you do wash it, it resets. It just goes back to, back to the day you bought it. You know, you got to wear it for another 10 days before. And, folks, uh, we're, we're, we're talking to, to Kenton Cruz, the founder of First Light Clothing. And, and you know, I, first of all, I want to tell people that this is not a giant paid infomercial. Kenton's not paying us a dime. Okay, graphics didn't pay us a dime. These are things that we thought that we had to let people know about because we think these are great ideas for the outdoor industry and hunters. I mean, th this stuff is for real, and, and holy cow, Kenton, you got a great idea, uh, and I hope people get it because, I mean, there's nothing better than having tools in the bag, so to speak, for a hunter. Well, thanks, thanks. You know, it's in the traditional outdoor industry, like I said, it's, it's huge. There's probably 15 companies doing merino wool. Um, but, you know, where you really need the high-end stuff is, is for hunting because, you know, you can't go into the ski lodge when you get cold when you're hunting. You're, you know, you're out in the woods. You can't, you know, you can't, you're, 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 you really don't have the opportunity to get in your truck. I mean, generally speaking, you know, if you're out there, you want to stay out there. And I right. think that we're making something that helps people be more successful in killing stuff. Well, and you want something that's going to be soft. It's going to be subtle. You're going to want something that's going to not bind up. Jeff and I are big bow hunters. And the last thing you want from clothing when you're standing in a tree stand 30 feet above the ground is to draw back on your bow and then have the, the cloth or fabric bind up and prevent you from drawing your bow. Or something that's noisy and right. wool makes no noise. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't shine either where, you know, a lot of times synthetics is and granted, you know, you're always trying to stay out of the sun, of course, but, you know, every now and then if you're walking or if you're in a tree and the sun moves in the right direction, you know, you get skyline where the wool, wool absorbs light, too. It doesn't have any, not only, does it not, not, not only does it not have any UV signature, but it doesn't shine whatsoever. So when the sun hits it, it it'll absorb that light. All right, uh, last question here, and then we're going to talk a little hunting in Idaho. How does, how does the patterns hold up to fading? Great. It doesn't. You know, it 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 basically it's like the patterns infused in. We haven't. This is our second year with the with the Max One, and literally, I mean, it, it'll go you know sixty, seventy washes. Nice. Yeah. And, and the good thing is you don't have to wash it all the time. All right, we come back. Uh, we're going to talk to Kent Cruth, the founder of First Light Clothing. They can be found online at First Light. That's L I T E dot com. We come back. We're going to talk a little wolf issue, as far as it uh, deals with hunters in the state of Idaho because there's been some good news, I guess you could say, on the uh, wolf front in recent weeks. And we'll talk to him and more right here on the Hunt Life Outdoor Show.
connections. That's what life is really all about. I'm Major Harding, president of Hunt Life. At HuntLife.com, we've created a place for you to connect with those who share your passion for the hunting experience. With a free HuntLife.com membership, you'll be able to swap stories, information, and insight with hunters from all over the world. You'll find useful information on equipment, outfitters, and all the regs and red tape for your neck of the woods. At HuntLife.com, you can even keep a journal of your hunt straight from your mobile device and upload pictures of your latest and greatest hunting experiences. You can even flip on the radio and hear the latest episode of the Hunt Life Outdoor Show while you browse through all the great stuff we've got in the Hunt Life shop. Hats, shirts, decals, and more. Become a member. It's fast, easy, and absolutely free. And join the online fraternity of hunters. Connect with us at HuntLife.com. You want to get really close to critters this fall? Then you'll have to try all-new Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak. Six layers of detail give it great depth of field. Twelve years of research give it unequaled, effective design. Together, they represent the most dramatic, high-tech leap in the history of camo. Check it out in stores or online at mossyoak.com. Breakup Infinity from Mossy Oak, America's number one camo pattern just got better. We know the future of hunting depends on our nation's youth. But did you know that in many states, it's illegal for you to take your son or daughter hunting until the age of 12 or even older. As a result, we have fewer young hunters, and the Families of Field program is designed to eliminate those barriers. Hunting is safe, and the safest hunters of field are young people with adult mentors. Visit our website at familiesoffield.org to find out how you can bring more families afield. Outdoor Show. And we're talking today with Kenton Carruth, the founder of First Light Clothing, which is a merino wool clothing line. Great stuff. And for all those that are listening to us on our Midwest affiliates, I mean, as far as uh, clothing, this is right up their alley. This is our alley, too, in the southeast with that real light blend. And, and But before we let you go, Kenton, the wolf issue in Idaho has been, boy, a battle line that's uh, clearly been drawn with the Idahoans, I guess you could say, and the Montana folks. Uh, some good news, though, it sounds like, that have come out recently for the folks in Idaho. Agreed. It, it You know, we um, two years ago was the first year we could hunt the wolves, and they put kind of a quota on them, about 220, I think close to 200 actually got killed. Then last year they took the hunting season away, and um, and now this year it's back so far. You know, last year they started it, and, you know, everybody had tags, but then right at the last, you know, minute they canceled it. So this year they've been selling tags, so hopefully hopefully they'll follow through with it. Well, and they've been removed from the federal endangered species list. Is that correct, finally? That is, yep, finally, they, you know, they have. They, they kind of set these numbers up that, you know, they wanted to get the 10 healthy packs, and, you know, I'm not a biologist, but I can tell you, you know, they're saying there's 750 wolves now, roughly 750 wolves in Idaho. But, I mean, I've got to think that that number is, there's nowhere near that. No, I believe it's more than that. Yeah, way more. I mean, you know, I can't tell you how many times two years ago, prior to the wolf hunt, that we'd be out, you know, hunting bugles, 
an, an elk would bugle back, and you bugle, and everything's going your way. Then all of a sudden, you bugle, and a wolf answers, and you might as well just go back to the truck at that point because it's it'd be you know your day's done. Nothing's going to make a peep. Then well, you know, and I, I'm sure that the people there are just thrilled. I mean, finally they get a little bit of a, a break. I mean, holy cow, the the elk populations across the West have just been nearly decimated from the from the wolf. Yeah, they have, and, you know. and you know these guys. We have a lot of guys out here that make their living off of hunting and fishing, and when it when the hunting goes away, you know you're just you're losing a lot of guys' jobs. I mean the outfitters, you know their clients aren't coming back. They're going to go somewhere where there's no wolves, where the elk are still bugling, and you know they can be guaranteed success. And you know so yeah. far, it's been it's been rough. Well, and I think I think okay, Kenton, uh, we're about out of time here. Thank you for coming on with us today, and uh, I'll be in touch because I got to order my first light uh, <laughs> merino wool clothing. Well, thanks, you guys. I really appreciate you having me on the show. All right, Kenton, take it easy. All right, see you later, folks. Kenton Caruth, the uh, founder of First Light Clothing, and uh, we talked briefly about the wolf issue there. I mean, you know, it was amazing when I was talking with him in Mississippi. One of the first conversations we had was about wolves, and finally some common sense, you know, to the wolf issue in the West. Well, I, I don't think people realize how how much of a problem it is. That's a huge problem. I mean, you talk to all – I got friends that live in Montana uh, in those Western states, and they're just dealing with it on a daily basis. And thank goodness some common sense has come out. Uh, folks, once again, thank you to John Hine of Mossy Oak Graphics, also Kent Cruth, First Light Clothing. Trust me when I say this, they're not paying us a dime. We just think that their products are cool and cutting edge, and and check them out because we think it'll make your outdoor experience that much better. You've been listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Y'all have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Hunt Life Outdoor Show. Be sure to check out the very latest in the Hunt Life by logging on to HuntLife.com. The Hunt Life Outdoor Show is a product of Hunt Life Productions. Copyright 2011.